Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is September 7th. Today we're going to continue in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we're going to continue a little bit on the same line of thought that we were talking about yesterday, only now I want to personalize it a little bit more. Yesterday we talked about how all of this that Paul taught about spiritual gifts leads up to this moment where he is going to use his gift of prophecy or testimony of Christ to testify to the Corinthians about Jesus Christ. He starts off by saying, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you. Remember that word gospel means good news. So he's saying, I'm going to declare unto you good news. And yesterday we talked about the universal good news that he declared, the universal good news that Jesus Christ lived, that he died for our sins, that he was buried and rose again on the third day. We talked about the gift of that resurrection and what it means for us. And we talked about how Paul testified of all the different people who saw it. And that is great. That universal gift of the atonement of Jesus Christ, that universal gift of the resurrection is wonderful, and it is something that we should study and praise him for and worship him for. But let's take this one step further, and let's get a little bit more personal with it. Because remember, as Paul is testifying of all the people who saw Christ, listen to what he says, verse 8, and last of all, he was seen of me as one born out of due time. So he said, last of all, I'm the one that saw him. And then he says, for I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. I absolutely love these verses. And really, when Paul is teaching the good news, yes, there's the universal good news of the resurrection. But this, what he says right here about his personal transformation, that is the true, the real, the personal good news of the gospel. The good news is that Christ can take us where we are, even the worst of the worst. He can find us, he can meet us where we are, and he can transform us. Remember where he met Paul? He met Paul on the road to Damascus, as Paul had letter in hand permission to go gather up all the believers and bind them up and carry them back to Jerusalem so that they could be punished. That was where Christ met Paul, in his worst place, in the very worst space that he could be in, doing the very worst things that he could be doing. But that's the beauty of Jesus Christ. That is the good news of Christ, is that he meets us where we are. He finds us where we are. And the even better news is that he's not content to leave us where we are, but to transform us, to make us new, to make us better, to lift us up. My friends, have you ever felt the way Paul is feeling here? He says, for I am not the least of the apostles. Have you ever felt like not the least in any of your callings or your assignments or wherever you are in life as a neighbor, as a friend, as a sister, a sibling, a parent, have you ever felt like the least? I know I have. I feel it more often than I want to admit. I look at myself and say, man, I am the least of the teachers or I am the least of the 
ministers in the word, or I am the least of the friends, right? We have all these roles in life, and sometimes we just feel like the least in that role. But my friends, the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news is that Christ can take the least of us and turn us into the greatest. Paul is arguably the greatest missionary that has ever lived, and he started as the least. What does that tell us? What does that tell you, wherever you are? What can Christ do for you? My friends, Christ, who is the great creator, can create something new of you and I. Christ, who looked at the leper or the woman sick with blood and said, be whole. He can make us whole as well. He can make us new. In fact, if you jump over to verse 22, Paul's going to talk in verse 20 and 21 about resurrection. And in verse 22, he says, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Now, he's talking about the physical resurrection here. Absolutely, yes. But my friends, it goes beyond that. Because of Christ and in Christ and through Christ, we are made alive wholly, completely. Our bodies, yes, but also our spirits. We are made new because of the atonement of Jesus Christ. By the grace of God, he can lift us from where we are and make us more, make us whole, make us new, make us alive. But what's interesting about this process is that Paul goes on and he says that he has labored more abundantly than everyone because of that grace of God that was with him. He says, therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach and so ye believed. And so what I love about this is that Christ comes to him. He changes him. By his grace, he is made new and he does something about it. He doesn't just sit back on the road to Damascus and be like, wow, that was a great experience. I'm really glad that happened. He goes out and he gives everything from then on out. There is not a point in Paul's life from the time he met the Savior on the road to Damascus to the time he died that he wasn't giving everything to the Lord and submitting all to him. My friends, in our efforts to turn everything over to Christ, are we willing to give him all or are we still holding things back? It's my testimony that when we give all to Christ, when we submit everything to him and hold nothing back, his grace can wash over us completely. His grace can make us alive and new in him. Elder Renlin taught, God invites us to cast our old ways completely out of reach and begin a new life in Christ. This happens as we develop faith in the Savior, which begins by hearing the testimony of those who have faith. Thereafter, faith deepens as we act in ways that anchor us more firmly to him. Isn't that what happened with Paul? He cast his old ways aside completely out of reach and began a new life in Christ. As soon as that testimony took root, he began to live in a way that allowed those roots to stay firmly planted for the rest of his life. My friends, Christ invites us to do the same thing. The greatest gift that we can seek for, the greatest gift that we can receive is the gift of belief and testimony in Christ. When we do that and when we turn ourselves over to him, his grace makes us new. By his grace, I am what I am 
My friends, as we finish up today's daily dose, I want to ask you the question, who are you because of Christ's grace? What has his grace done for you? How has his grace changed you? And a similar question, who can you be because of his grace? Who can you become? What labels do you have that you can cast aside? What feelings of feeling the least can you cast away because of Christ and his grace? My friends, I testify that Jesus Christ is here for us. He will meet us where we are and he will make us new. It's by his grace that we can be who we want to be and that we can be who Christ sees that we can become. Remember the talk given a few years ago by Elder Gilbert where he talked about math? It was hard for me to pay attention after he started talking about math because math has never been my thing. But he talks about how on a graph, each line has a different starting point and one can start above the other, but what matters is their slope. Their slope will determine where they end up. My friends, no matter where you are, no matter your starting point, it is my testimony that Jesus Christ can raise us up, that he can change our trajectory, he can fix our course and change our slope so that little by little, piece by piece, we become more like him. Elder Gilbert said, our future will be determined far less by our starting point and much more by our slope. Jesus Christ sees potential no matter where we start. My friends, turn to him, turn to Christ, and he will come to you, and his grace will make you whole. His grace will make you new. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 